And welcome to episode 113 of the Get More Sports Podcast. My name is Doug McCain. Thanks for rocking with us once again on today's episode. The Lakers lose a trap game last night. Stephon Marbury calls out LeBron James. And what's the latest with the coronavirus? We're going to break it all down. Got some comments on the coronavirus from YouTube from Wiley Schmidt who says, Good take. You said it all without saying too much. That's not easy to do with this subject. People will hopefully get used to exercising more precaution and change their habits. Maybe the TV ratings go up, and luckily the sports team owners are all filthy rich and don't need the money, but hopefully they'll also pay the people who work concessions and such who probably barely scrape by financially. Great take, Wiley Schmidt. Keep heading over to YouTube and give me all your takes on all of today's topics. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you get your podcast these days. And like I said, keep going to YouTube. Wiley also said, for sure, unless they postpone it, But I think after a few games, it won't seem nearly as weird, especially when the virus spreads and the numbers skyrocket. Then no one will be complaining much at that point. Another great take, but we've got lots to get into, so let's get right into it. It's showtime. Are you ready? Let's get it on. The coronavirus continues to rock the sports world just this morning. The Golden State Warriors became the first NBA team to announce that they'll be playing their games without any fans. No spectators due to the coronavirus at the Golden State Warriors home games. Here's their general manager, Bob Myers, talking about the decision. We feel for the workers, mostly the low-income wage earners that count on working our games. I think if you're going to have empathy, have it for them, not for us. Um, We play basketball. You know, it's, it's a big business, but we're just playing basketball. There's a lot more important things going on. And then we waited all day to see what was going to come out of that conference call with the NBA Board of Governors. Here's Adrian Wojnarowski on what went on during that call. Initially, I was told it was a lot of the league asking their owners, the, the, the governors of each team. There was one representative from each team on the line for input. What do you think? Let's get your thoughts on this and they have another call set tomorrow with uh presidents general managers of teams and uh but that owner's call is expected to be a lengthy one uh there's a lot on the table on that call so the world health organization has declared the coronavirus a global pandemic so the nba is trying to take any measure they can to protect their players and to protect their fans and agent wojanowski talked about how the league is leaning towards having empty arenas for the rest of the season there's an increasing belief among teams throughout the league uh, that's where they will all eventually end up here with no fans in arenas. They're not quite there yet. That's part of what's being discussed on the call between the league office and, uh, and, and teams. But one thing, and there was a meeting today that Zach and I reported on between the league and the Players Association, and the message in that meeting to, to the players was we are going to try to do this without having to cancel any games by playing the rest of the season, but with the sense that there was an inevitable, uh, there'll be an inevitable absence of fans in the league. They want to keep these games on TV. They want to keep these games on course for now. That's their hope. Uh, But, you know, the course of events may change that. So far, you've seen the league really, you know, follow the direction of local, state, national Mm -hmm. uh, guidelines. And that's what pushed Golden State today when they got that recommendation from the city health uh, commission. That's when they shut the game against the Nets 
uh, down uh, for tomorrow. And then it was also announced today that March Madness will be played with no fans. No fans in attendance for March Madness. You got empty arenas for March Madness. March Madness is going to be March emptiness. You're not going to hear those bands, no cheerleaders. You're going to be hearing rubber shoes just squeaking against that hardwood. So it's going to be a different experience. And then now we have some breaking news. Just minutes ago, the NBA suspended the Utah Jazz Oklahoma City Thunder game because Rudy Gobert had an illness. Check this out. This is breaking news. Happened just minutes ago. The Utah Jazz were playing in Oklahoma City, and due to Rudy Gobert having an illness, the game has been postponed. It's been called off. Here's the Oklahoma City PA announcer announcing that the game has been postponed. Tonight has been postponed. You are all safe. And Take your time in leaving the arena tonight and do so in an orderly fashion. Thank you for coming out tonight. We are all safe. And you can visit OKCThunder.com for updates on upcoming games. So all I got to say is this is getting crazy at this point. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to put this in context. There's really no example where we could say, oh, remember back in the 70s when we had that global pandemic and we were playing in front of empty stadiums? No, this is unprecedented. These are uncharted waters. And I think the NBA, they should just go on hiatus. No empty stands, no empty arenas. Go on hiatus until we figure this thing out, until we see the numbers go down, until we have accurate testing. Look, I'm not an expert. I'm not a medical professional. I've read the same 10,000 articles on the coronavirus that you have, but look, I think what the NBA needs to do is go on hiatus. That's what's best for the players, because hey, look at Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert was ill tonight. Who knows? Maybe does Rudy Gobert have the coronavirus? I have no idea, but if you do have players that have it, they're breathing on each other, they're sweating. If any of them had it, it could spread very quickly. So I think the NBA, the best thing for them to do is go on hiatus until they get more information trust the government trust the officials and it's just kind of crazy because just the other night Rudy Gobert he was kind of making light of the coronavirus here check this out play the clip And with some more breaking news, this is insane. Adrian Wojnarowski just tweeted, the NBA has suspended the season. He will go on to tweet, the NBA will use hiatus to determine next steps moving forward, league says. You go on to tweet, the Jazz and Thunder players are currently quarantined in the OKC Arena. League sources tell ESPN this is following Rudy Gobert testing positive for the coronavirus. Let me repeat that. Rudy Gobert has tested positive for the coronavirus. The NBA has suspended its play until further notice. This is absolutely insane. This is unprecedented. I have no idea what to say other than I hope that they can get the treatment they need. It's just been a wild day in the world of sports. I think it's time to take a back seat until we can figure this thing out, until we can take the measures necessary to stop the spread of the coronavirus. Who knows what's going to happen with March Madness, with 
Major League Baseball. There's a lot of things on the table right now, but that is one of the biggest stories that I have ever read. Agent Wojnowski just tweeting, the NBA has suspended the season. Will it be for months? Will they resume play? I have no idea. It's not really important at this point, but that's all we know right now is that Rudy Gobert has tested positive for the coronavirus. The Oklahoma City Thunder and the Utah Jazz are currently being quarantined, and the last game before the hiatus will be the Denver Nuggets and the Dallas Mavericks. So just an insane development here with the coronavirus. All I got to say is, is that it's not about the games right now. It's about player safety. It's about the health of the fans, the players, the health of everyone. Look, they got the Dallas Mavericks and the Denver Nuggets playing right now. They should just stop the game. I don't know what they're doing. They need to get to the bottom of this as soon as possible. One of the most shocking stories I can ever remember. Look, it's been a crazy 2020, and I just want to say stay safe out there, everyone. You gotta love the NBA. The Los Angeles Lakers coming off two huge wins where they beat the Bucks, then they beat the Clippers on the road. Well, technically it was a Laker home game because it was Staples Center. Bruh. Even though the Clippers were the home team, it was 70% Laker fans. But last night, they lose at home to the Brooklyn Nets without Kyrie, without KD, of course. But the Nets got it done. They get the win 104-102. to And yes, it was a classic trap game. If you look at the Lakers' schedule, they go from playing the Bucks, the Clippers, to the Nets to Thursday they play the Rockets then the Jazz and the Nuggets last night was supposed to be the gimme game but the Lakers just did not get it done LeBron still had a great night went 12 of 22 29 points 12 rebounds and nine assists but he couldn't get this layup to fall that would have tied it late in the game LeBron looks to attack here he goes all the way so LeBron James doesn't get that one to fall, and now he's 4 of 19 on game-time go-ahead layups over the course of his career. So LeBron James, another great night, doesn't hit that, but the Lakers did get another opportunity down to 5.1 seconds. LeBron drives it, draws that quadruple team, and then it was AD for the win. LeBron with four, with three, LeBron all the way, AD to win the game! So Anthony Davis unable to hit that three. It was a nice look. It was an open look. I love the reaction from Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's out there saying, oh, this is game time for Anthony Davis. But he goes a little long. The Lakers take the L, and they play the Rockets on Thursday. Now the question is, is Anthony Davis enough to get this Laker team over the top? We know LeBron James is having an MVP caliber season, but will Anthony Davis be able to put up the numbers to carry this team to the Larry O'Brien Trophy and win them? a championship in June. Now, Anthony Davis, if you look at his scoring, for the first three quarters, Anthony Davis is averaging 22.3 points per game. He ranks sixth in the NBA. Fourth quarter, he averages 4.2 points per game. That's good for 58th in the NBA. So I think the Lakers need to get a little more production from Anthony Davis in the fourth quarter when it's winning time. Now, when Anthony Davis and LeBron James are both on the court, their net rating is plus 11. A plus 11 net rating when you have the king and the brow on the court at the same time. When it's Anthony Davis on the court without LeBron, though, it's minus 
3.3. Minus 3.3 net rating when it's AD without LeBron. When it's just LeBron, it's a plus 9.6 net rating. So you see the impact of LeBron James, and you also see Anthony Davis needs to step his game up just a little more. Now, in most cases, if the Lakers had more depth, hey, maybe Anthony Davis wouldn't need to do so much, but they're going to need more production from Anthony Davis and more consistent production from Anthony Davis if they want to win the NBA championship. If you want to win it all and you want to beat teams like the Clippers or the Milwaukee Bucks in a seven-game series. Yes, they beat the Bucks on Friday. Yes, they beat the Clippers on Sunday, but we're talking about a seven-game series where you need some depth. If you're just relying on LeBron James and Anthony Davis, there's not much margin for error with the Lakers' depth, so they're going to need more from Anthony Davis. He's had a great season. On the year, Anthony Davis is averaging 26.7 points per game, 9.4 rebounds, 3.1 assists, and he's third in the NBA in PER at 28.26. Last night, Anthony Davis, he was 9 for 19, 4 of 8 from 3, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 26 points. So he goes 4 of 8 from 3, so I understand that last play. Yeah, he's hot from 3, but is he really going to go 5 for 9, Anthony Davis? Possibly, but I like LeBron James getting to the rim, getting to the line, sending it into overtime, and getting the win. But hey, Anthony Davis, he's had a great year. He's a first-team All-NBA player. There's no question about it, but we're talking about an NBA championship against teams like the Clippers or the Bucks. Hey, in most years, it'd be fine if you want to get to the second round, if you want to get to the Western Conference Finals, but we're talking about a Larry OB, okay? So Anthony Davis, he's got to dig just a little deeper to get this Laker team over the hump, because I want to start to see Anthony Davis putting up 30, 10, and 8. Monster numbers, Shaq-like numbers. Then I see the Lakers dominating their way to an NBA title. Look, in 2002, Game 7, Lakers, Kings on the road, Shaq and Kobe, that Laker team had a combined five bench points. So if you have a two-headed monster of Anthony Davis and LeBron James, yes, they can get it done, but they really have to ball out out of their minds and have the best postseason run of their careers if you want to come out of the West and beat teams like the Clippers and the Milwaukee Bucks. But hey, Anthony Davis, it's his birthday today. Happy brow day to you. Happy brow day to you. No, but LeBron James, he's saying happy birthday to Anthony Davis, and they didn't seem very concerned about last night's loss. Happy birthday, A.D. Happy birthday, homie. Happy birthday, my guy, guy. Ay, ay, ay. Happy birthday, bro! And my favorite part is after LeBron says, homie, Anthony Davis turns around like, who, me? I love that. Hey, you can see these guys are tight. You can see these guys are more than just teammates. These guys are friends. These guys are brothers. And that's going to pay dividends in the playoffs because you need that type of chemistry. And think about this for a second. LeBron James has been developing Anthony Davis all season long because, hey, he knows he needs AD to hit shots like that in the playoffs because LeBron James, he can get to the rim there. LeBron James can shoot the three for the win if he wanted to but he knows he needs AD to hit shots like that but I'm telling you Anthony Davis is a great player he's an elite player but he has so much talent that I think he can play even better than this I want Anthony Davis to think of his initials AD I want him to think always dominate go out there and dominate AD because once Anthony Davis starts to peak then the Lakers can start to plan that parade 
Stefan Marbury calling out the star of stars? That's what happened when he recently appeared on a podcast and said LeBron James wasn't a real Laker. Say what? Yes, you heard that right. Stephon Marbury calling out LeBron James. Here's Stephon Marbury talking about King James. Not a real Laker. LeBron? That's my opinion. Dive into that with us. I mean, he's been there for two years. This is his third year. He's not no real Laker. He just wanted to be a Laker. He went to Miami, played in Cleveland. This is your home. You went to Miami, then you went back to Cleveland, then you went to the Lakers. I mean, the Lakers is like magic. Kobe, like those are Lakers. These the, guys are the like, La- you want to be a Laker. The Lakers, Mount Rushmore. You don't think LeBron can ever make it onto it? Why? I'm just, I, I'm just asking. Oh, I'm just asking. I'm just, a- I'm not. Why? I'm not saying my opinion is that he Hold could. On. No, I'm asking you why. I'm just asking you. No, I'm asking you why. <laughs> why are you asking? Yeah, why are you asking? So I think it's very important to remember that Stephon Marbury, yes, he's out there and he's trying to promote his documentary, A Kid from Coney Island. Look, I just did it. So it's obviously working for him. But Stephon Marbury, you are so out of bounds on this. Trying to call out LeBron James. Look, don't worry about goat talk. You are not in that mix. LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, let the goats handle themselves because Kobe Bryant, he already signed off on LeBron James as a Los Angeles Laker. He's part of the Laker family. Right. right. So... Um, I, when he first came on board, I said, listen, is there anything you need? You are now family now. You're part of his tradition. So if there's anything you need, just let me know. Now, the first thing I want to say is Mamba Forever to Kobe Bryant. And the next thing I want to say is, hey, Stephon Marbury, he's been taking shots at LeBron for a long time. Stephon Marbury, for whatever reason, does not like him some LeBron James. He's the same guy that said that Zion Williamson was already better than LeBron James. LeBron James. I'm not going to call him the best best basketball player to ever play because Michael Jordan is that. The reason why I would say he's not the best basketball player because he can't shoot. Only Zion has the opportunity to to be better than Michael Jordan. Zion is going to destroy the whole planet. Remember I told you that. You seeing Mount Rushmore by himself over there. Okay. First. Zion is better than LeBron. Why should he take in his hearts already? Oh, he's way better than LeBron. And he better than LeBron? Yeah, he don't have to touch a basketball, and he's better than LeBron James. I said that. And so for whatever reason, Stephon Marbury took it upon himself to be Zion Williamson's LeVar Ball and give him these unrealistic expectations. Look, Zion Williamson is a phenomenal talent. He's having a great rookie season, but to say that he's already better than LeBron James? What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Bro, I'm out, man. And so LeBron James has been living rent-free in Stephon Marbury's head for years now. Stephon Marbury will not let it go. He's obsessed with LeBron James. Only person who thinks of LeBron more than Stephon Marbury is Rihanna. So, yes, there's nothing that LeBron James can do to be a Mount Rushmore Laker. That's not possible. The Mount Rushmore right now is Kobe Bryant, Mamba Forever, Jerry West, Magic Johnson, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The next tier, you got Elgin Baylor, you got Will Chamberlain, you got Gail Goodrich, you got Shaquille O'Neal, James Worthy. Then you got the Pau Gasols right underneath that. Chick Hearn's in there somewhere. But LeBron James, if he wins a championship, he'll be right in that mix as a great Laker. But he can never be a 
a Mount Rushmore Laker, but does not mean he's not a Laker. And hey, he could win MVP this year. Bron James, to me, he's doing just fine. He's represented this Laker organization. He's taken them through some tough times and the toughest of times with the Kobe Bryant tragedy. I think LeBron James has really been a great face of this franchise. And to accept the pressure to don that purple and gold, to take on the challenge of being a Los Angeles Laker, to me, that tells me that he is a Laker because only a true Laker at heart would take on that challenge. And LeBron James knows, hey, if I don't get a championship, if we don't have a parade going down Figueroa where I'm hoisting that Larry O'Brien, people are going to say my experience as a Laker was a failure. LeBron James knows that. And LeBron James also knows that kings don't worry about peasants. But before we wrap, I want to hit you with the Get More Sports Fact of the Day. Paris Saint-Germain, PSG, they were the first team to play without fans, and they won today. They advanced to the round of eight, knocking out Borussia Dortmund at the Parc de Prince in Paris. But the PSG fans, they were outside with flares. It was really cool to see the fans. They were still outside, and the players, they went. Check out some of these pictures of PSG celebrating with their fans. But that's going to do it for episode 113 of the Get More Sports Podcast. Have a great rest of your day. Wash your hands. See you guys Friday, and I'm out.